All right, guys, I'm going to be reacting to one of the videos that has had the biggest impact on my life. It only has a few thousand views, but again, when I was in the process of taking over the bank's investment department, kind of worried inside about, I know nothing about money. Uh, this was a video that I stumbled upon. I became friends with Todd Langford. Um, I use Truth Concepts. I've been to multiple of their trainings, and I'm a huge, huge fan. If you're an advisor or an agent in the space wanting to do the right thing for your clients, I highly recommend you use software and calculators, and I think Truth Concepts are one of the best ones out there. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. So in this reactionary series in the Better Wealth channel, I wanted to start with a video that I have a ton of gratitude for. It really has helped me build the foundation of like how to understand money, how to understand opportunity costs, how to understand that every time you lose a dollar, you don't just lose that dollar, but you lose what that dollar could have earned you the rest of your life. And so lots of good things that can be learned here. And I just want to highlight Truth Concepts, their channel. Um, again, if you want to learn more about money, go binge watch their videos. It's It can be dry at points because we're looking, it's not like super graphically pleasing, but the underlying math and underlying lessons that can be learned behind math, unbelievable. And so with that, I'm going to be reacting to the video. I'm going to do my very best to like, you know, not talk too much. Uh, but but overall, um, it'll, be, it'll be a great video that I haven't seen in multiple years. I probably watched it five, ten times when I first got into the, in the business uh, because it's been so fundamental for me, uh, but it's been a while. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to pull this up. If you want to learn more about Truth Concepts, I'll link all their info. If you are an advisor that's watching this video and want to learn about how to um, potentially use Truth Concepts or go to one of their workshops, I would highly recommend it. And um, without further ado, I'm going to play this video. I'm going to put myself in the corner. I'll, I'll pause the video once in a while and, and, and share some ideas or thoughts if, if I have any, which I probably will. Um, and then I also, just here's a disclaimer, is I normally watch videos at like two and a half X, which sounds crazy. Like I, it's hard for me to watch a video at one X. So I'm going to do my very, very best. I would love if you could share in the comments. Am I the only one? Like, do you guys listen to me on a podcast or YouTube? Do you speed me up or do you listen to me at 1x? If you've never listened to a video fast, I would encourage you to start. Um, life is really short and I've found that you can consume a lot of information and our brains are uh, pretty gifted, pretty, pretty uh, well designed as it relates to that. So has nothing to do with money. But without further ado, let me jump into Max Potential. This is like the fundamental calculator and... It's going to be good. Let's go out 35 years. We won't use any current assets. Yes, let's use, I don't know, $90,000 of combined income. Um, okay, so if we've got somebody that's a, a family making, say, a combined income of $90,000 a year, over 35 years, that's $3.1 million. That's wild. That's a hard number to, to realize. $90,000 compounded at zero interest. <laughs> it's zero interest. So it's just nine, it's $90,000 multiplied by 35 gets you that number over three, $3.1 million. Yet that's the amount of money that would pass through this family's hands over this 35 year time frame. Would we be happy? If everything was going up by 4% a year and we had gotten to the point where we were spending every bit of what this is, everything else is going up, it's going to make it awfully hard to continue to eat. So we would expect that our income has to go up at least by 4% a year, correct? 
And if we do that at 4%, just to keep up with inflation, that's $6.5 million. We take our ability to have to, to work for granted, and the reality is that is one of our greatest and best assets that we have. Absolutely. So we take this over this time frame, $6.6 million, and that last year's income is $341,000. And this is what is so amazing about inflation. We can look back and see that this has happened to families from the past. When we look out in the future and look at $90,000 of income equals 341,000 in 35 years, is 341,000 going to be any more than 90,000 is if inflation's 4%? I just want to I just want to highlight that what, what what Todd is saying is if you start with ninety thousand dollars today and uh, assuming inflation and, and he's using the four percent but he's not just saying four percent inflation he's saying we're assuming that you're making a four percent raise which that would be the number one thing that I would ask you is if you're not getting a raise if you're not earning more money each year you're essentially taking a pay cut um, and, but what he's saying is assuming a four percent inflation and at the time of this recording some people are saying inflations are more than seven percent um, you would the the last year you you would have to spend or three hundred forty one thousand dollars is an equivalent to the ninety thousand dollars for today's money in this equation. Remember, this is nothing to do with like real life. This is just this calculator is only as good as what inputs that we put in. That's wild. It's wild to think that um, maintaining a ninety thousand dollar you know buying power over thirty five years would be that that big of a number. Oh. And, and, and even more importantly, because the way our tax brackets are, are structured, is 341000 after tax going to buy as much as $90,000 does to going to keep up? And yet that's $6.6 .6 million passing through their hands over this time frame. Now I want to get kind of ridiculous. And let's just assume, I guess we had a government job, everything was paid for, right? <laughs> Food, housing, everything. Okay, if we didn't have any expenses, could we save and invest all this money? All right, and if we did that at 5%, we end up with $15 million as a maximum potential. It's crazy. Now, clearly we do have expenses. We can't do that. So if we look at this and we look at total taxes, and let's use... I don't know, by total taxes, I mean, we have federal income tax. Here we don't have state tax. A lot of places have local tax, sales tax, cell phone tax, hotel tax, gasoline tax, and thanks to your buddy Al Gore, breathing tax pretty soon, isn't it? <laughs> All right, so if we look at 35%, and again, one thing that a lot of times people say is like, oh, I don't pay 35%, and, and again, this is just, an example, but we're talking everything tax. We're not talking income tax. We're talking income tax, state tax. We're talking like everything in this studio right now. When I paid, I had to pay tax. And so again, the principle that you'll see real fast is every time you pay a tax, you'll see what that does to someone's max potential. It's it's literally if they saved every single penny and assumed they could earn five percent for the rest or earning on their on their savings, they would have had over. 14 million, almost 15 million dollars. See, just see what this tax does to someone's wealth. Then what we see is that we pay out 2.2 million dollar, 2.3 million dollars in taxes, but it impacts us in the long run by taking away over five million dollars worth of future assets. Why is that? Anybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when do they start eroding wealth? It's way back here, isn't it? 
we don't we don't get to take the taxes off the end. Unfortunately, every dollar that comes out quits earning for the rest of the time frame. So while we only wrote checks for two point three million dollars, like that's not enough. Um, <laughs> it took five million dollars away from us. So the impact of taxation is horrible. What about debt service? What's Nelson's number? So my and just going back to this. And by the way, this is fake money. Um, but every time you spend an unnecessary dollar. Anytime, like whether it's a tax, whether it's a tax on your coffee, whether it's a tax on income tax, regardless, it's like you don't just lose that dollar, but that dollar's never going to earn for you ever again. So if you go back to this and you, you, you go to like this year, what, whatever they paid in tax, they didn't just pay that tax, but that money will never be able to work for them ever again. So that's why in this equation, you only paid $2.3 million but you, you have an actual loss to your max potential of five. But if you look at this in a, an equation, it's like, oh, you only paid 2.3 million, which is a lot of money. But a lot of times it's like, was that the actual loss to my max potential? No, it was far greater than that because we have to factor in opportunity cost. Number, statistics show that 34.5% of the average American's income goes towards servicing debt. And if we use that number at 34.5%, we see another $2.3 million going out in debt service same thing. Which, again, takes another $5.1 million away from our future assets. And then we look at lifestyle. And let's put lifestyle in here at 28% or 28.5. There's another million eight. You know what's interesting about that is <laughs> that's the smallest piece of the whole thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty sad. $1.8 million, which results in $4.2 million in loss in the future, and we end up with a whopping $296,000 in savings, which is about three-quarters of one year's income. It's crazy. It's crazy. They're, what they're saying in the video, because this is live, is, I mean, if you look at that number, and you look at average, you know, rates of, you know, average account balances, of what people have, you know, that might even be generous. So we think like, oh, like this is super good. If I have a million dollars at retirement, well, a million dollars for me 30 years from now is like not going to be worth a million dollars today. Um, but it, what's also crazy is you, you eroded over 14 point, like $14 million. $14 million eroded, but the actual loss is only 6.4, which again, a lot of money when you look at taxes, debt, lifestyle but it's like that for me there's a light bulb moment that went off of like oh like it's not just dollars that we lose today but it's what those dollars could be worth the rest of our life and they were told somewhere back here that if they just put a dollar a week away everything is going to be great yep. because these numbers were huge but think about what was happening back here somebody was making an equivalent of twenty thousand dollars which equals ninety thousand dollars and to that you know two hundred ninety six thousand dollars seemed like a lot of money Okay, now then, when we go forward, it's three quarters of a year's income. So, what do the financial institutions say that we need to do to solve this problem? Take on risk, right? Because risk automatically means we're going to have more money. <laughs> I hear it all the time. Oh, you know, everybody looks at risk as one of those deals where we're going to, you know, we're going to hit it out of the park. 
the best definition of risk is the likelihood of loss. That's what risk, the likelihood you're going to hit one out of the park. It's your likelihood of, of total loss. So the thought process here is <laughs> I need to take on more likelihood of total loss so I can have more money. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is that really what we're buying? And yet they do it all day long. So let's look at this. Let's just... Um, humor them for a minute. If if we earn ten percent every year instead of five, would that be a pretty risky, uh, a pretty high rate of return? Because that's got to be net of fees. And if we're talking about market fees, we're looking at probably having to earn at least fourteen percent in order to get ten, even before tax. Let's see what ten percent does on our returns instead of five. Wow, that moves us up to. Um, a little over two years of income didn't quite solve the problem didn't it did it and yet we took we had it's crazy to think that you could make 10 percent every single year for the next 35 years which most likely will not happen for people watching this and yet you're not even at a million bucks that's pretty crazy to me earn 14 or 15 percent every single year with no down years for 35 years straight to make that happen that doesn't solve the problem because here's the problem. Problem is if I earn a hundred percent and I put nothing in it, how much do I have down the road? <laughs> What's that? Exactly. I'm going to highlight this again. If you make a hundred percent, but you put nothing into the machine, you're still going to get zero. A lot of people, they, they think their problem is better investments. And by the way, better investments are, are great. A big, big fan of trying to figure out better yields and better ways to grow money, but a lot of times that's not the fundamental root issue. There's there's bigger issues, and it's because we're not we don't have a lifestyle, we don't have a process to actually save money, and so we're taking on unnecessary risk or increasing our chance of loss, and we wonder why um, we're we're broke in the future. That's where the problem is. But who wants to reduce lifestyle to make this happen? I I do, but. Very few people do. That's not much fun either, is it? What if we got to look at your information and found where we could trim off some of those tax dollars? Let's go back to 5%. What if we could trim some of those tax dollars and potentially find some places that you're overpaying tax? Maybe we knock that from 35 down to 30%. We're a big fan of tax strategy. Majority of people, especially if you're an entrepreneur watching this, you are overpaying on tax, and we call it the ignorance tax. That right there would have more wow. impact than the 10% ever crazy. about having. Because now we're actually shifting some assets into the saving side. But what if we took that money that we saved and we understood how debt works and we applied that against our debt? And maybe it had the impact of over this time frame knocking that debt in half. We can't get rid of all of it today. But what if we went down to say 18%? Now we've got three and a half million out there or 10 times our last year's income. Now we're actually making some headway. And hopefully we can do that without impacting our lifestyle terribly. Now, I think for a lot of us, we probably do need to impact our lifestyle a little bit. I agree. But, but uh, you know, ideally, if we start to understand how money works and we start shifting dollars around, the biggest thing is we can't steal the peas. If we start, if we start saving money in these other places, that can't go to lifestyle. Okay, we've got to start applying it against our future. And 
if we can do that, we have a potential of actually fixing this thing. And but we need to understand that okay. if I can earn ten percent, like our mutual fund people say, and then back off. So you know, it, it, with our mutual fund, you only need to put fifty cents a week away or whatever it is. If I could make more, why would I? Why would I want to yeah. back off on the amount of money I'm putting into it? I mean, it's it's really backwards. And what's more important? We just saw it right here. Is it the amount of money we're saving, or is it the interest rate we're earning on it? All right, there you have it. So many good takeaways. And again, the the big the big epiphany that I I had is okay. If I'm going to help people with money investments are important don't get me wrong super important but like let's look within and let's let's ask the question where are you losing money where are you being inefficient are you overpaying on taxes do you know what your debt service is have you looked at your insurance premiums and make sure that you're not over overpaying on unnecessary insurance um have do you spend money on what you value there's so many things that need to be talked about and yes are your investments, can we invest better for, for your goals? But at the end of the day, so many people, their whole goal is better investments, crypto, all those things, and they don't look within and they, they're like, they have a broken foundation. And, and the, it's like, hey, like the, the gas light's on, but just, just cover it up because we'll be able to, you know, we'll, we'll be able to figure that out and investments will cover all the problems. And yet a lot of people's financial lives are falling apart and their solution is take on more risk. And, and overall, it may work for them, it might not, but it just, that was really a, a big inspiration for me to be like, every dollar you lose, you don't just lose that dollar, but that dollar of what it could have been worth the rest of your life. And what you would happen is if you took that, that max potential and took it out 50 years, losing a dollar today, you, you see the, co the loss and the cost of losing that $1 over your lifetime is insane. And it just makes you hyper aware of every decision having a ripple effect. So anyways, uh, let me know your thoughts and uh, appreciate you, your time, energy in, in, this, in this channel. We're, we're committed to helping people live more intentionally and that's why we're making personal finance videos, business videos, so that people can show up more intentionally and more powerfully in their life. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.